Like a chrysalis, we're emerging from the economy of the Industrial Revolution. An economy confined to and limited by the Earth's physical resources into the economy in mind in which there are no bounds on human imagination and the freedom to create is the most precious natural resource. Welcome to the Soul of Enterprise, business in the knowledge economy, sponsored by Sage, transforming the way people think and work so their organizations can thrive. I'm Ed Kless with my friend and co-host Ron Baker. And folks, on today's show, we are doing our year in review for 2021. Happy New Year, Ron. You too, Ed. This is great. This, I feel like I've been off for like a year. I know, right? <clears throat> the la- we we, we did, last did a show, I guess it was technically the week before Christmas. Yeah, the no, 17th. Yeah, the 17th, 17th, yes. Yep, yep, yep. yep. It's been so, a while. Yeah, it has been a while, and and I don't want to get too too much information out there. I just want to get this out because um, I'm in a little bit of a brain fog right now. Um, I feel a little bit. You know that episode of The Simpsons, Ron, where uh, I think it's Bart's friend falls in love or something is the name of it, and it, and and Homer can't remember the word for spoon, right? Because <laughs> I think it's like it goes around metal. Dealy, use, <laughs> dig, food. <laughs> and, and Marge goes, you mean a spoon, homie? <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I've, I'm sort of feeling like that because as as you do know, Ron, I've been, I've been challenged with the shingles. I was offered back in October uh, when I went to my, my physical to either get the, uh, my, the update of the booster for the COVID-19 or the vaccine for the shingles. And I chose incorrectly. I chose the booster for booster. COVID. Uh, and yeah, so a- anyway, the good news is, is it's the, 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 the physical part of it is mostly gone. Unfortunately, I'm one of the 10% of people who suffer neuralgia, which is uh, nerve pain afterwards. After. And that's just been fascinating because it, it, it feels like I'm sort of being burned. Um, it's not pleasant, wow. but there's nothing actually there. It's just all nerve pain, right? Right. Uh, however, I, I did talk to the doctor yesterday and they, they uh, increased the dosage of this medication that I was on, usually only at night, but now it's during the day. But again, now it makes my brain into that Homer Simpson <laughs> mode. So if I'm babbling, <laughs> you just go, Ed, okay, okay. It, it, totally get stop. that. Wow, I was hoping you'd avoid that 10% because you had a mild case, right? Yeah. And, and, yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, so the brain is a little bit scrambled. right? But I'll persevere. Pros play hurt, Ron. Pros play That's hurt. true. And gee, Ed, everybody's got COVID. A lot of podcasts right. I listen to, right? Jonah came down with it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, pretty amazing. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I'm one of the few people I've, that I know that I, I haven't even been tested. Like, I, I haven't even gotten to the point where I've even needed to be tested. Right. Because no. no travel, right? Or No travel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my kids have both been tested because they were exposed earlier on in, in you know, different f- circles of friends. So they've both been tested, but I haven't even been tested. So I don't wow. even know. So well, that's wow. the interview, folks. Ed's not been tested for COVID-19 yeah, yeah. <laughs> in 2021. There you go. That's it. That's it. Uh, so what do you want to talk about first, Ron? We, we, we kind of bounce all over with the, these things. So, so what did you think we should we should go into first? A couple well, of things well, that we usually talk about. but I know we have a theory that, you know, the demographics, right? The, the population's getting older, so we're going to mm-hmm. see in any given year more deaths. 
But Ed, it seems like last year we just had a ton. And and I'm not just talking about well-known people, but it just I I, I don't know, but I, I feel overwhelmed just uh, of all the people who passed away. Who've passed away this yeah, including uh, on the 31st, Betty White. Betty White missed her hundredth birthday uh, on the 17th. It would have been mm-hmm. January 17th. I did not know this, Ed. She first off, she was honored by Guinness World Records as the longest television career by a female entertainer. Mm-hmm. She hosted Saturday Night Live. She was the oldest person to do so. And, of course, Golden Girls, which is a great show. I mean, the creator of Golden Girls, I think her name is Susan Harris. She's a comedic genius. She has Mm -hmm. to be. She she did Soap. Remember Soap? Oh, yeah. Soap broke all. Yeah, broke all souls. She did that one, too. Okay. Wow. Unbelievable. But Betty White was originally casted. For the role of Blanche, ah, in the Golden Girls, and I did not know that because I guess she played some type of a similar role in another movie or something. So they figured, okay. oh well, we'll put you in that role again, you know. But then they said, no, no, we're not going to do that. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, no, I th- and I thought she was great in Golden Girls. I, I, there's a couple of clips that were circulating, including one where she, she just ad libs on on a, a story because remember she would like tell stories about growing up in, in, in saint olaf yeah saint olaf and all the stuff well a lot yeah. of that was just kind of improv they're improv. like betty here's like the and there's the a couple of scenes where you know b arthur and and uh what was rune mcclanahan cannot hold it together they just cannot hold it together they okay. completely lose it that <laughs> Well, those stories were just such a yeah. central thing, and everybody piled on her after, you know, no, don't tell a story, or go ahead, Rose, tell them your go story, born to tears, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, yeah. this is pretty, pretty funny stuff, but yeah, but, and of course, uh, one of the, the things that I posted about uh, after that, and, you know, well, life well-lived, Betty White, life well-lived. Yeah, for sure. And literally older than sliced bread. Yeah, that's right. Sliced bread did not come out until 1928. 28. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Big animal lover. So, mm. yeah. No, yep. uh, Desmond Tutu passed away at 90, you know, uh-huh. anti-apartheid guy. Um, I didn't know this, Ed. George Whitmore, 89 years old. He was a member of the first team of climbers to scale El Capitan in Yosemite National Park. Ah, okay. My dad will like that. That's that's just bar trivia right up his alley. Right. <clears throat> right. Well, for for me, you know, some of the ones that 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 hit especially with regard to theater and stuff, but Christopher Plummer who died back in February, uh, you know, the 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 captain in in The Sound of yes. Music. I was going to ask uh, you about that. Um and 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 just another life well lived, outstanding career. Uh, some of some of the, his other roles that I that uh were were terrific. I, I really liked him in a movie that came out, I think, in 2014. Uh, it, it, w- it was called "The Man Who Invented Christmas." wasn't wasn't a big hit, but it was it was about a Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. It was about the writing of a Christmas Carol, and Christopher Plummer it, it plays Scrooge, but he's in the mind of Charles Dickens. But uh, when he when he invents the character, he kind of comes to life. Um, and is it's kind of a story within a story, but it's a really, really a neat, neat thing. And, and of course, he did a great job as as Scrooge uh, in that in that role. At eighty two, he was the oldest Academy Award winner. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. 
Yep. Um, yes, I Siegfried of Siegfried and Roy. He passed away at eighty-one. I just I kept thinking about that whole Black Swan thing, you know, about right. uh, the casinos, how they have great security for their cash, but then this Tiger Mall's one of their performers. And well, it, the Tiger Mall, Roy, I think, right? It, it, I think I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah. He, I think he died from cancer, pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Uh, we lost Larry King, too, at 87. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> Cloris Leachman is another great. Another funny, funny co- comedic. <laughs> oh, geez. And, of course, Cicely Tyson, mm-hmm. 96, black actor. Um, she was great. Um, yeah, just, wow. Oh, uh, Mary Wilson, the longest running original supreme oh okay yep yeah um larry flint which i totally forgot about Mm -hmm. um the infamous uh roger mudd 93 he was the cbs reporter who asked president well when he was running senator kennedy Mm-hmm. Why do you want to be president, Senator? Remember? And yeah. It, there, there's a YouTube clip of it and just gives this rambling answer. Mm-hmm. It just totally stumped him. Um, so. Well, and then the other one that affected me, just to, in, in terms of sadness, Stephen Sondheim. Yes. Uh, all that. Just uh, incredible talent. And, you know, I've just been in a couple of Sondheim shows, just love love singing his, his lyrics, uh, West Side Story. Uh, which which uh, we talked about on a bonus episode uh, th- that we did recorded last week. For so those of you on the Patreon channel, heard heard my rant about that. Uh, but also Into the Woods, one of my another one of my all time favorite shows. Really love uh, the the cleverness of the lyrics in that is just uh, just incredible. Uh, Prince Philip, who also made it to ninety nine. Uh, yeah, G-, G. Gordon Liddy from the Watergate era. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You might know this name. I didn't. Charles Geschke, 81, co-founder, okay. co-founder of Adobe. He helped develop the PDF format. Okay. All right. Where Walter would we Mondale. Be PDF? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, of course, Walter Mondale, Gavin McLeod, <laughs> Captain Steubing from the Love Boat. Right, and Bob Dole. Don't forget Bob Dole. Yeah, oh yeah, Bob Dole, uh, Walter Mondale, F. Lee Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, oh was, my God! I didn't know he was still yeah, alive. He, no, he, was, he died last <laughs> June, and 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 uh, of course he defended OJ, Patricia Hearst. He was disbarred in two states. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have this was this was interesting. David Dushman, ninety eight, the last surviving Soviet soldier involved in the liberation of the Nazi death camp at Auschwitz. Ah, because okay. it was actually the Soviets that hit the camps first, mm-hmm. or we did to, to liberate them. And right. He was one of the last. He is the last surviving Soviet soldier. Okay. So, uh, uh, Charlie Watts, drummer for the Rolling Stones. That was yes. And well, one, I'm surprised you didn't mention uh, uh, Colin Powell. Yep. No, he's in my stack too. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you mentioned Bob Dole. Somebody asked him. Uh, what single thing should somebody know about him when he was running for president? And he said, beats me. (laughs) (laughs) But didn't, I don't, did he really do this or or was it just, just uh, 
the, what the comedians would do where they Bob Dole would talk about Bob Dole in the in the first person. Always, always. There's a great Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> you know it. I know it. The American people know it. Bob Dole knows it. Yeah, you know, he goes. <laughs> uh-huh. So I, yeah, it's, he did that. I just find that that interesting that people uh, who, who do that. And here's another one. I, do you remember? Does this name uh, ring a bell for you in Beverly Cleary? No, children's Sorry. children's author author yes yeah. um yeah are you there god it's me margaret uh Ram the ramona series there's uh, you know a lot of a lot of great ones so is she from oregon or something yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so ron do you want to you want to take us out here all right all right ed well f folks if uh you want to get a hold of me or ed send us an email to ask tsoe at verisage.com Check us out at Patreon, where you can subscribe, become a member of our group, and that is at patreon.com slash TSOE. At a certain tier of that membership, you can get a shout-out like Mark Gandy did. Check out Mark Gandy's podcast, cfobookshelf.com, and I'm going to really highly recommend his last week's show where he discussed his best books of the year, which... Uh, Ended up adding a couple to my anti-library. So in, in the meantime, we want to hear from our sponsors. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Ron, let's take a minute and talk about our new sponsor, File, F-Y-L-E. We saw a demo of this thing, and it's really awesome. It really is. It allows complete flexibility. You can use any program to submit your expenses. I found that completely liberating. Yeah, and of course, it integrates with all of the accounting software out there. Yeah, and they really nailed their pricing. They use a flat pricing system, so you don't pay for all your employees, only the ones that actually file their expense reports. Yep, so check them out at FileHQ.com. That's F-Y-L-E-H-Q.com. Sage provides accountants with compliance, reporting, and analytic solutions to do more for their clients. These solutions include education programs such as the Sage Accountants Network Client Advisory Service Program. This program delivers the tools to create, package, price, market, and deliver additional services to clients, increasing your profitability and delivering more value to your clients. Let Sage help you grow your business by visiting sageaccountantsnetwork.com. Have you ever read a book that changed your life? I sure have. Have you ever listened to an advertisement for a book so many times that you question the existence of God? Me too. Hello, I'm Greg Kite. I recorded the advertisement for Ron and Ed's book, The Soul of Enterprise Dialogues on Blah 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 Whatever, and four years later, we're all tired of it, especially me. But thankfully, there's a solution. For just $10 a month, you never have to hear my voice again. For a commercial-free version of The Soul of Enterprise, go to patreon.com slash TSOE and subscribe now. Have you
Have you listened to so many of my ads that it's corroded your soul? I absolutely have. What if I told you that you could listen to my voice for an entire podcast? I'd say that approximately half of the podcast is actually my voice. Hello, I'm Greg Kite. And I'm Caleb Newquist. We're launching a new podcast called Oh My Fraud. Ron and Ed explore the soul of enterprise. Caleb and I explore fraud, which is more like the herpes of enterprise. Go to wherever you get your podcasts and download Oh Oh My Fraud. tuned into the soul of enterprise with ron baker and ed class to find out more about our show visit us on the web at the soul of you can also chat with us on twitter using hashtag ask tsoe now back to the soul of enterprise well, welcome back everybody we're talking about the year in review for 2021 and ed i know this is a, a macabre topic talking about all everybody that we lost but here's one that kind of surprised me george holiday the age of 61 he was the guy who filmed the rodney king beating mm, and yet okay. he ended up now he died of covid and um that's, that's why because he was young but um he ended up selling that tape to a local um, tv station for like 500 bucks he had actually had some film on the tape that was of the filming of Terminator 2 with Arnold Schwarzenegger, which of course he lost. Uh-huh. He tried to put his camera up a few years later uh, for auction uh, to $225,000 starting price. He got no bids. <laughs> <laughs> and he once met Rodney King at a gas station. Just They were both filling up. And <laughs> but can you imagine? I mean, that's the guy who you know, had that tape that went around the world. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, and uh, Zapruder, right? Well, I think he, um, I forget what his deal was, but he, he ended up giving the rights away, I think. Mm. Call, but anyway. Yeah. Oh, was that the JFK? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. They talk about him in this a bit. Of course, Norm McDonald, we lost. Um, here, here's one I know you'll like. <laughs> like that they died? <laughs> Well, no, well, no. That you'll do. You know, okay. Dave Dave Frischberg passed away mm. at eighty eight uh, last year. Rem- he dumb- was the he was the guy who wrote the Schoolhouse Rock song uh, okay. about I'm just a bill and I'm sitting okay. here on Capitol Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> remember it's SNL totally did inaccurate now. Well, to, to, remember <laughs> because, SNL with the with the executive order. Yeah, the executive order. That is that is a. <laughs> Pushing the bill down the stairs. <laughs> He's smoking. Yeah. <laughs> you probably read some Edward, Edward de Bono books. Six hats, not. six thinking hats. Like he, yeah. he passed away last year. And Larry McMurtry, Lonesome Dove. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see Lonesome Dove? Did you ever read or, or see the movie? I believe I saw the movie a long, long time ago. Probably the finest opening line of a novel in America. When Augustus came out on the porch, the blue pigs were eating a rattlesnake. Not a very big one. <laughs> See, op- Lonesome Dove is a fantastic novel. Is fantastic. It? Uh, it's fantastic. Hmm. I didn't think I would like it. It is riveting. Wow. Okay. Really worth the read. Okay. Yep. I, I have not read it. So. And, and and one more, just because this, this hits home for me, Stephen Spurrier, UK, he was the guy who put the nine French experts in a hotel in Paris 
and to the judgment of Paris. And they picked the Napa Valley, Chardonnay, and the oh. Cabernet. And the Cabernet was from Stag Leap, by the way, Stag Leap's, Stag's Leap cellar. Uh-huh. Um, but, and of course, you know, people said, well, geez, you, you know, what do you hate, French wine? No, he loved French wines, but, you know, he also knew that uh, these California wines were, were something. Mm-hmm. So there's a great book on that called Judgment in Paris. Okay. Um, and yeah, worth reading. When was that? 1976. Okay. 1976, and the, May, and the, May 24th. And the, the California wines won? Yep. Two California wines. Uh, the Chardonnay from uh, Chateau uh, Montalina in Napa and Stag's Leap for the mm. red. Um, yeah, it was a big, it, and the book is really good. There's, and there's some movies too about it. I think a couple of movies have been made okay. about it. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to something a little bit more positive, Ron, shall we? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about our, our top, our top five shows. And I had, there's two, two places we can go for a source on this. One is the, the voice America stats that we have. And then the other one is the, the our our website stats. In other words, the the ones that people most landed on. And b- interestingly enough, they are they are not the same list. Not the same. Okay. So which one do you want to start with, Ron? Give us give us the Voice America stats because I All looked right. at those two this morning. Okay. So this is the this is the, the I'm, and I'm going to qualify this. This is the top shows that we recorded in 2021 that were released in 2021. That's that's how we're we're doing this. Right. So, so number, we can't number, go back prior. Right. All right. So number yep. five on the list is the 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 the, sh- the August sixth show, uh, Reginald Leon Cost. Yep. Cost counting. So that's that's number five. Uh, number four is our interview with uh, Corey McComb. Yep. That was a really fun interview. Fun guest. It was. Great uh, he book. Got, yep. Yep. He he got got out of the both of these those got out to really roaring starts, which is how they how they did it. Uh, then moving back up, uh, number three is the interview with Jonathan Stark. He's a fan favorite. Fan favorite. Yep. And Ron, your favorite and mine. <laughs> number coming in at number two, our interview with Donald Hoffman, which the man again, who gave well, me floaters. Oh man, <laughs> Love that made my guy. head hurt so much. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So I have I haven't seen what he's up to, but uh, that 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 is just it was just such a fantastic. I love that book, The Case Against Reality. Um, it was on my books list last year, so don't worry, I'm not going to go into it. But if you want to listen to those shows where we talked about best books, I think that was on my best books list for 2019, mm-hmm. which is why we then got him on the show uh, early in 2021. And of course, the number one show, and this one has only been out since July, so it only has a half a year, is our interview with uh, Anthony. Um, from Davies. Davies from from uh, Words and Numbers. Yep, and their book. I forget the name of their book. Uh, that Co- wrote, uh, uh, collaboration and Coercion. Cooperation right. Coercion. Cooperation and Coercion. Yeah. Yeah, that one surprised me. But So he must have a heck of a following. I and think was so. A- but a bit interestingly enough, he d- he did not jump out to a, as a big a, a start as some of the others. He's just been extraordinarily consistent. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's had good, really good numbers every month since then. Yeah. You must have a heck of a following. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that one that came in on, I think it's number six, correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, 
are the show that you and I did, a topic mm-hmm. show, not a guest show, which is interesting right. by itself, on woke capitalism. Yes, that is number six. That's correct. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And again, that that's only been around since July. Yeah. Yeah. So that made me happy because I, I I think that's an important topic. So so important. We're gonna do we're gonna do more on it. Yep. So we'll talk about the the book Woke Inc. at some point this year. Uh, we I think we've got it penciled in. We might not actually have it, but we'll see. All right. So now moving over to the site content. So this is one that you haven't seen. Right. So this is the the the, the top shows. Now I'm just going to give you the top five that people surfed into in 2021. So these shows may not have been recorded in 2021. That makes sense. So yes. this is just the, yes. the, t- the top shows for the calendar year 2021, according to our website site statistics, in terms of people coming in. So uh, coming in, let's see this one, two, I got to coming in at number five, and this will make you happy. Episode number 322, our interview with Kevin Williamson. Right on. Yep. At number four, Ron, episode 329, our interview with Donald Hoffman, Case Against Reality. <laughs> so that's the, that, that is the one overlap, believe it or not. Then these next three shows were not recorded in 2021, which I think is interesting, but they still top the number. And, and number three is the show uh, number 64, Famous Last Words. Okay. Number two is our episode 164, and I, this this blows me away. <laughs> Antitrust law and price signaling. <laughs> oh, jeez. That does blow my mind. That does blow my that's, mind. That's more mind-blowing than Donald Hoffman's case against it reality. Is. <laughs> it is. Wow. Wow. I, I just see the number what the number two listened about. I think it's because of the title and the use of t- price signaling. Price signaling. I, it, yeah. Uh, I distinctly remember that show because I, I was at my dad's okay I recorded that in my dad's office in south carolina and he says well i'm gonna listen i'm like dad don't listen to this show <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna enjoy this topic it'd be boring as all get out <laughs> oh so and number one and i think this is the second year in a row that this has taken the number one position as the most surfed into, or I guess searched for show, episode 61, pricing on purpose, price sensitivity factors. Again, wow. Again, again. Yeah. Yep. And so here's here's the crazy, crazy thing. That is more than, f- gets got more than four times the surf-ins than the number two show. Wow. <laughs> And didn't we? And we did price sensitivity factors in the subscription model, uh-huh. and that also was well. It was received. well received, but yeah, but it you know not not in the top five as of yet. Maybe we'll we'll right, let's right. come back to that. But isn't that incredible? Price sensitivity factors. So I you know I I, I guess and it's it's also has the highest number of longest listens. So in other words, people stay and remain on that page for quite some time. So that they they either listen online. Uh, or they, they, you know, and then, then, uh, switch it off. But anyway, I thought that was, that's pretty interesting that those, those are their shows. Those, those are the, the numbers, Ron. Yeah. That's why, you know, I was just listening to, I might've been Woods and Michael Malice cause he's had them on all week, but they were talking about how, just how interesting podcasts were. And when, and when somebody lands on a podcast, listen to a recent show that they like, you know, a lot of people will go back and binge listen. 
Yeah. And we've heard from many listeners that they do that, but it's just, it's, it's, it's odd when they affect the numbers so dramatically like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, interesting stuff. All right, Ron, well, we're up against our break. I want to remind you that you contact Ron or me by sending that email to asktsoe at verisage.com. Of course, we have a new sponsor for the Solar of Enterprise, our friends at File. And uh, want to remind you that you can go to filehq.com to see what they're all about, including ex- the expense reporting system that they're doing. Uh, really, really love that. Uh, please also subscribe to us on your favorite cod- podcast player of choice. Uh, many, many of our listeners like Apple Podcasts or Overcast or Google Podcasts. But the great thing about subscribing is you, you will never miss an episode. So please get out there and subscribe and share with others. But right now, a word from our sponsor. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Ron, let's take a minute and talk about our new sponsor, File, F-Y-L-E. We saw a demo of this thing, and it's really awesome. It really is. It allows complete flexibility. You can use any program to submit your expenses. I found that completely liberating. Yeah, and of course, it integrates with all of the accounting software out there. Yeah, and they really nailed their pricing. They use a flat pricing system, so you don't pay for all your employees, only the ones that actually file their expense reports. Yep, so check them out at FileHQ.com. That's F-Y-L-E-H-Q.com. Sage provides accountants with compliance, reporting, and analytic solutions to do more for their clients. These solutions include education programs such as the Sage Accountants Network Client Advisory Service Program. This program delivers the tools to create, package, price, market, and deliver additional services to clients, increasing your profitability and delivering more value to your clients. Let Sage help you grow your business by visiting sageaccountantsnetwork.com. Have you ever listened to an online radio show that changed your life? I'm required to say that I have. Have you ever stopped listening to an online radio show because the commercials were mind-numbingly repetitive? Of course you haven't because you're here right now. Look, you don't have to listen to me anymore. There's a commercial-free version of this show, and it only costs $10 a month. And for $15 a month, you get no commercials plus bonus content. Go to patreon.com slash TSOE, subscribe now, and be free. You're worth it. tuned into the soul of enterprise with ron baker and ed class to find out more about our show visit us on the web at the soul of you can also chat with us on twitter using hashtag ask tsoe now back to the soul of enterprise welcome back everybody we're talking about the year in review in 2021 and and ed you're right i did i I need to say it rush limbaugh we lost Mm -hmm. rush limbaugh last year and george schultz secretary of state schultz who was, uh, when he was Secretary of State and somebody would be appointed ambassador, he'd say, I have one final question for you before you take your post. He says, I want you to walk over to that globe and point to your country. (laughs) And of course, they'd go over and they'd find the country where they're going to be stationed. And you go, no, 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 your country is the United States of America. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. But anyway, okay, so favorite episodes from last year. You know, this was difficult. We had a lot of guests. I know. 
we might have had one of the highest percentage of years that were guests. Usually we run about a third. Oh, it was way I, higher I, than that. Then. It was way higher than that. Yeah. Or sure certainly seemed like it. Um, really hard to I, I don't even know how many I have here, but it's not five. I didn't I didn't rank okay. them or anything, but the ones that I just I, I really enjoyed interviewing every one of these people. In fact, all mm -hmm. the interviews we did were great, but the ones that really stood out for me were obviously Virginia Postrel. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's that would that's probably my number one show. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it's I wouldn't put it number one, but I I I just love her. Been a big fan. Mm -hmm. I, I would have to say Josh Gilder for me was was way up there. It was probably be number one, mm -hmm. and also being able to talk to Kevin Williamson. Mm -hmm. um that was that was that was fun that was episode 322 josh josh gilder was 331 and virginia postrell was 325 matthew stewart was another one because we had just been after him for so long you know the management myth book mm -hmm. which we both love that's episode 333 that one folks if you haven't listened to it is worth listening to john tamney who i'm also a big fan of economics writer he was great. His book on lockdowns, mm -hmm. which I think has been, it, it's aging well. Let's it just say that. Very, very well. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that was show 338. And a surprise for me, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I know we're going to get him back, but uh, Mustafa Akil. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Episode 346. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed him and his book. Mm -hmm. I think you were a bit surprised when I suggested that that um, and and I think you so it was your expectation not that your expectation was low but it wasn't oh this is I gotta gotta talk to this guy so, right yeah well I I had heard him on podcasts I know right. we both did but I guess my 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 hesitancy was oh no another another book I have to read yeah. you know <laughs> trying to follow the rabbi and Father Sirico and now yeah. I have to dive into you know the Quran, but uh no it was it was absolutely fascinating to talk to him mm -hmm. yeah so i'll just I, I, not mention any of the ones that, that you've already talked about just just in the interest of time but uh, but uh you know I, I really enjoyed our conversation with uh with david c baker as well yep um and uh marco bertini was that that was kind of my surprise uh, guest for me that i just really really enjoyed the conversation I thought he was quite good was and great. can't leave him off the list because because Mike Munger, because oh, Mike Munger, because Mike Munger. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> D-U-M-B driving, driving under Munger. Dumb. Yes, that was some of the great tweets we got from that. And I think we've actually gotten some some people who have uh, found our show due to, to we're fellow Munger files. So that that's been a lot of fun to to talk to the, to, 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 them and interact with them on Twitter. So, and Baruch love, um, you know, his end of oh, accounting yes, book, yes, yes. which mm -hmm. when we first interviewed him a couple few years back, um, that to me, that was a nuclear bomb that he dropped on the profession. And I think he dropped an, a couple of other bombs on that show. Mm -hmm. Um, when, when I asked him, what advice would you give to a young aspiring CPA? He said not to go into the profession. I mean, here's an accounting professor of some forty-something years. Yeah, you know, it was. Yeah. I thought that was really riveting. And um, of course, we had Rabbi Lappin on episode three forty-four for the fifth time, the most mm -hmm. uh, invited back guest on the show. And of course, the auditing Santa was hysterical. <laughs> with Dan Morris yeah, folks, and if you Greg missed Kite. that one, we actually dropped that one on 
on December 24th. And just a shout out to the 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 the, the technical folks at uh, at, at our, our station, Voice America, who made it happen, even though they were technically not on the air. It was not a broadcast, live broadcast day for them, but they they made it happen for us. So we were really, really pleased to be able to do that and, and get that show out on December 24th. So if you put it, the fact that it's now forever ensconced on December 24th, uh, so when people people listen to it, I think it will be a lot of fun for folks. So for sure. So good deal. Well, and the last three, I'll just quick mention uh, because it was all kind of stacked up uh, against one another. But uh, John Murillo uh, and Jenzer, uh, and, and when we talked about the, the 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 subscription economy, can't leave them out. So right, right, yeah, no, it, definitely influential authors in that space. So it was great mm-hmm. to have them on as well. All right. right. Where do you want to go, Ed? Um, let's, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, maybe just some interesting things overall that happened in 2021. I I think certainly the, 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 the vaccine, (laughs) can we talk about that? We went from, you know, zero to, to everyone who wanted to get the vaccine, wants to get the vaccine, getting the vaccine, how incredible that is. That's (laughs) just incredible. It is. Um, most and rapidly in, diffused in high income countries, obviously. Right. Most rapidly diffused and, you know, uh, vaccine of all time. Mm-hmm. Got yep. up to what? 75% of us are vaccinated fully mm-hmm. almost. Two or jabs at, or whatever. at least gotten one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, uh, so just in, incredible stuff there. I, I think the, the, here's one that was real interesting. One of our, our, our great listeners, Hector, uh, was was all about this, but it really it, it came in, and I don't know if it's completely burned out. Remember that app, Clubhouse, just yes. it exploded onto the it, scene in 2021, and then it did get a, another bump in in July when it came out on the Android. But it again st- still kind of it's been very up and down, collapsed very quickly after that. So I just I, that was just one of those trends that I thought was really odd. Do you think that's because of podcasting? Probably, yeah. I I think it has something to do with with uh, the timing of it too, where, where so many of us were in lockdown or staying at home, especially knowledge workers. So Clubhouse was something that we that people could go to to that was oh let's let's see what's happening today, what's happening live, that kind of thing. Right. You know, so. one thing I've been thinking about with because we know podcasting continues to explode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the things I've been thinking about since. We lost Rush last year in February. I mean, Rush had 27 million listeners, you know, close to 30 million. Yeah. In any given week. Um, where'd that audience go? Where did it go, Ron? Did they, did they I, keep EIB around? No. Nope, no. Nope. I mean, there's a couple guys in his time slot, um, but, you know, they're they're not even faint shadows of mm-hmm. – I the guy's irreplaceable, period. Sure. Period. Just boom, period. So right. that 30 million, like me, where'd we go? Well, I, I, my guess is podcasting. Yeah. We didn't go to other AM hosts. We went to podcasts, I bet. Went to so, podcasting. So, yep. uh, which is, so, and he was with three hours a day. Is that right? Yep. So three hours a day, five days a week. So 15 additional hours a week that you then had, do you think, you think it went to podcasting? I do. I think a lot yeah. of it went to podcasting. Absolutely. Yeah. 
because it was a lot of hours. I mean, if you add that up, it was 30 million listeners. Do the math on that. (laughs) Maybe that's why our ratings spiked, Ed. I don't know. Maybe. 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 So this is an interesting one that I I came across, a little chart that talks about what the public opinion of China has been and the, the drastic change that that has undergone in 2020 and 2021. Mm. Uh, that that you know, back in 2020, most most people would have said that we had a, a friendly attitude toward China, like either friend friendly or ally was, was slightly over 50 percent. Now it's like completely reversed. Uh, it's it it's down to about 20 percent would say either ally or friendly, um, and then 80 percent would say it's either unfriendly or actually enemy. And enemy is now the number one choice. Wow. Which, you know, and of course, it's let, let, me, let me be very specific. I'm talking. I when I talk about China, I'm not talking about the chi- chi- the Chinese businesses, the Chinese people. I'm talking specifically the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> the government. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've had a, they've had a few bad years, um, you know, in terms of publicity. Right, the COVID, the, yep. the the lab leak theory came back, which I think is another big story that um, you know the media missed last year, but finally caved in and said, you know, there might be something to this. I don't know if you've heard Matt Ridley on this and his new I book, have. Viral. Yeah. Holy smoke. It, it gives, gives me pause every time I listen to him. Yeah. Um, talk about the evidence that is mounting that this thing came out of a lab. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not maliciously, by the way. No, like he no, even, no. Not yeah. develop, not, not a bioweapon. Right. A, right. A, a, a incompetence, maybe incompetence worse. Or, right? or, or just a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> or just a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Which could, which could be worse. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, if it was malicious, right. maybe we could do something about it. But how do you how do you prevent incompetence or an error or, you know, mm-hmm. just lack standards or whatever? Um, yeah. And of course, the Uyghur thing continues to, you know, and more and more people are speaking out like the WTA and, mm-hmm. you know, some of the some of the athletes uh, have, have taken stands. So, yeah, I, I, I totally I totally get that poll. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Anything about 2021 you want to talk about it, Ron? Yeah. Um, about a minute it, left, so. <laughs> okay. It's an anniversary, but, you know, let's not forget on Christmas Day, 1991, the Soviet, Gorbachev came out, mm-hmm. gave a speech, and he resigned, and the Soviet Union was no more. Amazing. Remember seeing the flag drop over the Kremlin. Yeah. Um, you know that was that was really that was really a milestone, especially Ed. When you look at some of the predictions from thirty-five experts who said, "Oh, the Soviet Union is going to remain a stable state with a very stable, immobile government," you know, and <laughs> it's going to be around for a long time. And uh, Reagan didn't see it that way. He, I'm not even sure Gorbachev saw it that way, even though he no. tried. So. No, he did not. All right. Well, we are up against our break. Want to remind you, you can contact Ron or me by sending that email to asktsoe at verisage.com. Ron also mentioned earlier the Patreon page. We'd love for you to come and join us as and become a Patreon uh, patron at patreon.com slash TSOE, where you can see or hear not only a commercial-free version of our show, but also bonus episodes that we do, as well as digging into some of the Ron and Ed archives. Right now, we've got a video series that I've been putting up on the firm of the future that uh, I did back in, I think, 2014. So, But if you want to participate in that, the only way to do that is Patreon. Uh, and right now, a word from our sponsor and, of course, my employer, Sage. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Sage provides accountants with compliance, reporting, and analytic solutions to do more for their clients. These solutions include education programs such as the Sage Accountants Network Client Advisory Service Program. This program delivers the tools to create, package, price, market, and deliver additional services to clients, increasing your profitability and delivering more value to your clients. Let Sage help you grow your business by visiting sageaccountantsnetwork.com. Ron, let's take a minute and talk about our new sponsor, File, F-Y-L-E. We saw a demo of this thing, and it's really awesome. It really is. It allows complete flexibility. You can use any program to submit your expenses. I found that completely liberating. Yeah, and of course, it integrates with all of the accounting software out there. Yeah, and they really nailed their pricing. They use a flat pricing system, so you don't pay for all your employees, only the ones that actually file their expense reports. Yep, so check them out at FileHQ.com. That's F-Y-L-E-H-Q.com. Have you ever been so annoyed by a commercial for a $5 ebook that you were willing to pay $10 to never hear it again? I sure have. Hello, I'm Greg Kite. Over the last several years, you've come to hate me, and I hate me too. By now, you know that for $5, you can get a copy of Ron and Ed's book. What you might not know is for twice that much every month for forever, you can stop hearing Hearing me plug Ron and Ed's book, which totally makes sense, like the Diamond Water Paradox. Go to patreon.com slash TSOE and subscribe today. Please, for the love of God, make it stop! Have you listened to so many of my ads that it's corroded your soul? I absolutely have. What if I told you that you could listen to my voice for an entire podcast? I'd say that approximately half of the podcast is actually my voice. Hello, I'm Greg Kite. And I'm Caleb Newquist. We're launching a new podcast called Oh My Fraud. Ron and Ed explore the soul of enterprise. Caleb and I explore fraud, which is more like the herpes of enterprise. Go to wherever you get your podcasts and download Oh Oh My my fraud. Fraud. tuned into the soul of enterprise with ron baker and ed class to find out more about our show visit us on the web at the soul of you can also chat with us on twitter using hashtag ask tsoe now back to the soul of enterprise welcome back everybody we're talking about the year in review in 2021 and and ed uh i didn't go see any movies last year i know you did but i didn't just one just one, right? West Side, West right? Side story. West Side Story. I got something in the stack about that that I want to run by you, but for our bonus. Uh, but this is from Kyle Smith, who I do mm-hmm. rely on in National Review. He's a great movie critic and tend to usually agree with him. He calls it right. He, he, he started out this best movies of 2021. Now, I'm not going to go through all 10. I'm just going to give a couple. But he said, Dune, No Time to Die, and West Side Story fell short of expectations. Hmm, okay. I thought that was interesting. Um, but here, here's some of his favorites. He loved Luca from Pixar. Okay. Which is on Disney Plus. He liked Dear Comrades. We talked about Dear Comrades. Oh, My yeah. dad actually watched it. It's told from the point of view of a committed Stalinist. 
Uh, I think they go on strike or something, and he says it does a great job. Just you know, where is that on? Did they say what, um, uh, Hulu. Hulu? Hulu, dear comrades! Ex- exclamation point. Uh, his number two was Licorice Pizza. And, and, and I've the, been hearing li- the, lots the, of good things about that. The guys on Glop just talked about John. All oh, three they? of them loved it. They just loved it. Absolutely. There's flaws with it. And they picked it apart, you know, in spaces, mm. but they really liked it. But it's number one. And, and I know you know this because everybody's been saying this. Belfast. Mm. Say it's the movie of the year. It's, you know, bound to take some of the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've heard lots, a lot of good things about that. Yeah. And then one more, Ed, before okay. we get to predictions, because okay. this is your wheelhouse. Tell me, and I don't know how to pronounce this, Shohei Otani? Yeah, Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. You got it right. Very good. Holy smoke. <sighs> Until yes. I read this Dude, article my dad sent me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and, and even the National Review guys, uh, for some of their you know great highlights of 2021, two of them picked this guy. Mm-hmm. And, and so I talking to my dad about it, and it, wow. You, you got to go back to Babe Ruth to find yes. a pitcher and a hitter, right? Yeah. Uh, y- y- yes, the, uh, of this magnitude who is is dominant in both. I mean, and I think a lot of people just don't recall that, but Babe Ruth was an absolutely lights-out dominant pitcher be- before they converted him over to a full-time outfielder. And I, I think he even held a-, a record for a long, long time until it was subsequently broken I don't know, maybe maybe five or six years ago, but the the, the most consecutive shutout innings in the World Series, mm. Babe, Babe Ruth had I think fourteen consecutive shutout innings in in World Series play, and this is, of course when he I think played for the Boston Red Sox. So this is going back to even his pre-Yankees days. But yeah, absolutely dominant pitcher. But Shohei Otani is is incredible. I mean, because he's he's now doing it, and they're not converting him. Uh, like they did with Babe Ruth to right. play full he, full time in the outfield, he is continuing to pitch, and then taking a couple of off, you know an off day, and then playing in the outfield when he's not pitching, which is amazing. He's doing he, so he's already done it longer than what Babe did it for. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah okay? Yep. He's yep. twenty seven, Ed, and he's six four. Yeah, <laughs> and and they say he's got the the most amazing um, whether they call it a splitter pitch, splitter yep. ball. Split basketball. Which is mm-hmm. like a ball rolling off the edge of a table. Yeah. 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 It's affectionately referred to, Ron, as the MF splitter. <laughs> okay. Yep. Can imagine. Can imagine. Yep. Wow. So. I just... That, that's amazing. I mean, they, you know, people were talking about comparisons like with Bo Jackson, you know, the, mm-hmm. the two sport, you know, and all of that. But In a way, of- it's, it's almost like he's a two sport guy. That's that's a really good way of putting it because it, yeah. it's just so rare now that you see this. Because wasn't the designated hitter rule developed for pitchers? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, wow, this guy can do both. And it's like, there was a guy on the, the Raiders who could, you know, kick kick and 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 uh wide receive and quarterback i think it was george it was blanda, george blanda. Yeah. It, was it george blanda okay yeah. I, he played multiple positions which multiple kind of, position and for a long long time held the right. record for the most points i believe in it, nfl's history i think it's been surpassed since that but for but because he he not only was a quarterback for a long time but then, as you said then he became really more of a full-time kicker toward the end of his career 
Right, because he played a long time. He played, he I think, well into his 40s. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, he's like, what's his name? Uh, Brady. Tom Brady, yeah. yeah. Tom Brady's 40? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right Ed, what do you want to say about what we're going to be wrong about in 2022? In 2022, yeah. <laughs> Predictions. What are we going to be wrong about? Um, I, I, uh, my... Uh, for, a quick political prediction. I, I I think that the uh, the the Republicans are going to take both the House and the Senate. That's I my my prediction for for that. So we'll we'll see how I do on that. Um, I I, I think that uh, that we're going to hear more and more about non fungible tokens. Oh yeah. In in twenty twenty two, I think where we're, we're going to see that them start to really take off is inside video games. But we'll see, because I think a lot, a lot of people have a, a a bugaboo about that. Really, they 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 don't like Bitcoin, but they're starting to to accept it. But these non fungible tokens, they're like, ah, it's all it's all the, air. The, the Economist <laughs> auctioned one off. It was a cover, one of their uh-huh. covers for the year, yep. and it raised four hundred and forty thousand dollars, mm-hmm. which they donated to charity. But yeah, no, it's a it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm gonna think so. Those those be the two I'd throw out there. Okay, yeah. What well, I'm got? with you. I, that, all I had was the midterm elections. That's about as far as I'm willing to go. Okay. <laughs> uh, and but but I'll tell you, Lappin did a show on his predictions, and I'll just run through them real quick. He's got five. Okay. China takes Taiwan. He mm. believes we're going to see it next year. The blockchain is going to start to come alive in. Lots of different ways. So that's an interesting one. He thinks Russia takes the Ukraine. He thinks that both are going to happen next year. He thinks, this is interesting, technology goes way beyond electronics. When you talk about technological innovation, we always think electronics, you know, computers. He says, well, it's way beyond that. It could be agriculture. It could be gene splitting, vaccine development, whatever. I mean, I don't think we'd begin to scratch the surface on mRNA. Yeah. So graphene you know yeah. all it's things that have nothing to do with electronics right uh and uh he also he believes atheism will weaken and faith will strengthen next year so That's those very, are his they're very lapin-esque it is very lapin-esque <laughs> that's why i liked it but i thought it was thought-provoking some of his rationale especially for the taiwan um was really interesting as well as those economies china and taiwan get closer together yep so, all right. Well, the, the, just the quick last thing that I want to mention about 2021, I think it was was very helpful for us, Ron, is uh, that scientists revealed in February that cheese is not bad for you. So I was very happy about that. Oh. So. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Crack open the wine. There you go. What do we got coming up next week, Ron? Oh, this it, next week's going to be even better, Ed. We're going to talk about the best books reread in 2021, and I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, always a highlight show for me, too. So, all right, I'll see you in 167 hours. This has been the Soul of Enterprise, business in the knowledge economy, sponsored by Sage, transforming the way people think and work so their organizations can thrive. Join us next week on Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. And in the meantime, please visit us on the web at www.thesoulofenterprise.com.